Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. All right, what's going on, everybody? It's Dave Mormon here, home service business coach. Uh, hey, I posted recently uh, about my management team uh, at Revive Services and got a lot of good feedback. I got some messages, some questions, you know, wanting to dive a little bit deeper into the company structure. And so I just wanted to film a short piece of content here, um, both in video and for the podcast. So those of you, if you're listening along, on the podcast, feel free to uh, click on the uh, link in the show description because that will take you to this video, uh, which will kind of show you. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of be typing and sharing my screen at the same time, just kind of showing a little bit more behind the scenes what we're doing. So, um, so I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen now, uh, and we'll and I'll just type along, and uh, we'll kind of do like a nice uh, kind of workflow session here. Okay, so when it comes to the the company structure here. Uh, so we got the screen shared here. I'm going to show you what it looks like, right? Uh, kind of alluding to my post here. So uh, first things first, we have office manager, right? So this is Katrina, um, where we've actually done something interesting as, as um, we pivoted her actually into more of a hybrid role. Uh, and so she is now doing, uh, helping out with our sales side uh, of the business because we've really found um, her zone of genius is being really in front of customers. And so we've actually brought in uh, an office admin with Alicia uh, to help us do a lot of the uh, kind of backend uh, administrative systems, right? You know, so it's gonna be uh, taking inbound calls. This is going to be uh, making outbound calls, uh, happy calls. This is going to be in the company email uh, inbox, gonna be returning voicemails. Um, so think things of that nature and actually Alicia is now even on the schedule uh, as well so that we can keep Katrina uh, more freed up into uh, sales right now. So for this in-person role, you know, would be uh, in-person quotes. We'll also be doing, um, you know, estimates over the phone. So, you know, virtual uh, quotes and Katrina will handle a lot of the, the quotes that are like above uh, $1,000 and up where, you know, Alicia can be doing uh, smaller quotes, you know, below uh, 1K. So, you know, lots of windows, gutters, etc. Uh, and with the new updates on uh, Google Street View, uh, which are getting updated all the time, depending where you are, uh, you can actually do a good amount of quotes just online uh, virtually. And especially as you look at the cost of fuel going up, you just want to be um, you know, not cautious, but you want to be wise, I think, in your decision making for what are we going to go and quote in person. And then what are we not going to uh, do? And we're actually going to be quoting um, virtually. Okay, so that's how we've how we've split up the office this year uh, and has been going uh, quite well because you know as you get started and you grow your business, there's just so many things to do in the office. So you know in in the office here, I would be thinking uh, as you scale your company, like what is sales based, and then what is admin based, and then I would find team members that can fit that role um, and here's kind of a magic rule that i find is is you do 500k 
in revenue for every one uh, full-time office uh, person. Okay, so if you're gonna be, and, and you, you wanna kind of be smart how you plan this out, like if you're doing 400K in revenue right near, right now, you do not need, in my opinion, two people in the office, it complicates the business. And so I think for kind of a great step, I would be looking is, is first just start with someone part-time, right? Um, that that's what I did. You start part-time, get someone 20 hours a week in the office, get them doing the easy stuff, right? The inbound calls, the outbound calls, uh, have them do the happy calls. Um, you could even have them like doing posts to social media, right? This is something um, they could be doing as well quite easily because you just want to prove to yourself that, hey, I can start to get someone in that stage two of the business start helping me uh, as we grow. So just important to keep in mind, like if you're at, you know, that 100, 150 messy middle zone in revenue, like it'd be a great time to start thinking, how do we get someone in part-time just to help kind of alleviate some of the, um, all, all the backend stuff, right? You even got like invoicing to do as well. Um, they could even do some scheduling uh, as well, depending on the complexity of your organization. So that's kind of our, our first setup there. Uh, when it comes to the office, um, you know, a whole whole nother episode here on what that person would look like, uh, how, you know, obviously detail oriented they are, but, you know, growing your company is just about putting yourself into um, a position, um, learning it, and then building that role, and then you hire for that role. I think what a lot of owners do is they don't actually build the role first. And by build the role, I mean, like you need scripts for everything. You need to have a really good setup on a CRM. You need to have like your client tagging set up or your pricing dialed in. Like I think a lot of owners think, oh, I'm so busy. I just need to go hire. And you end up hiring someone before the role's built. And it's just like a dumpster fire from the start. And then you're like, oh, that person was no good. We'll get someone else. So you got to ask yourself, like, is the role built? And is this just the wrong person in the wrong role? Or did you do like a crappy job building the role in the first place and no one's really going to be successful with that, okay? So that's our, our first setup right now in the office, okay? Now let's talk about marketing. Um, so we have a, a um, marketing coordinator and this coordinator, it's hard to spell and talk at the same time. Um, this is David, okay? So David's awesome. Um, he's on our team about 20 hours a week right now. So we're in the half time. Um, capacity. He also runs uh, a marketing agency uh, as well, helping companies with their Facebook ads and um, social media and all that good marketing stuff that he does here with um, Revive. And um, shout out to David. He was actually um, our office uh, manager back a couple of years back uh, before we moved him into marketing. So um, good, good guy for sure. Um, and so he's 20 hours a week. Now you ask, what is he doing? So um, marketing was the last hat that I took off at Revive. Uh, you know, first started in the truck, hired for technician. Then I went to office, hired for office. Then I went to production manager, hired production manager. Then I went uh, sales in person, hired for uh, sales in person. Marketing was the last one, took off. Um, so David's in now um, for marketing coordinator. So he's facilitating all our social media efforts, which as you grow, um, this, this takes a lot of planning, right? Preparing content to go to Instagram. Uh, we share it to Facebook. Uh, it's on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn. I'll just go LI. Don't want to type it out. Uh, GMB, right? Google my business. My goodness. Don't forget this. 
Um, this is like a very important one. You want to be having your photos geotagged as well, posting consistently. Google My Business, more photos from the field, the better. Um, that's really good. Uh, so, you know, this should be daily, honestly, getting your social media posts going should be daily. Uh, we do a monthly blog that we type out. Um, we do uh, regular updates to the website. Um, that's in David's lane as well. Uh, David's also coordinating um, all of our Facebook ads. So, you know, paid Facebook ads. He is the point of contact for um, our Google Guarantee program, which uh, Search Kings runs, but they, David's the point of contact for them. Um, so he's doing that as well. Um, and then we do a quarterly um, marketing meeting, which we're talking about doing more often, especially when we're in um, busy season. So he's coordinating that um, as well, which is a meeting with uh, our leadership team, including myself, where we're going through all our numbers from the past um, you know, few months and seeing how we're doing and kind of where we're going with the business and how overall our spend is going. But in addition to this, um, David oversaw, we did a whole branding. Um, actually, my screen's blurry right now, but um, we did a whole rebranding here. You can kind of see that door hanger here beside me, but. Um, David did the whole rebrand of the company uh, in the off season, but he'll also oversee. We did a home show. Um, we did, um, uh, David does a lot, right? There's a lot in marketing that we do, um, you know, sign ordering, uh, uniform ordering. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in marketing, right? Uh, what else? He's working with graphic designers, right? When, anytime we need like signs or banners for our home show or uniforms or we need a new whatever uh, we also did radio ads this year didn't work great but we did them um, David oversaw that uh, as well so tons kind of in our marketing um, umbrella that that David is the the point person for which is great um, and then also he is very gifted with technology so he actually kind of wears this and we're a small business so you don't need like a full-time you know, chief technology officer, but David's overseeing, you know, so this could be like the phone systems, um, you know, maybe there's quirky things with like the CRM. Uh, and he also does uh, last thing, reputation management, right? So this is going to be working with nice job, um, who he's a partner with as well. So that helps a lot. Um, you know, making sure everything's tuned in there on the automation front. So, you know, um, things with the, the technology could be phone systems, right? Could be internet. He just ordered, you know, new computers for the office. So that kind of thing. Uh, final last thing, promise for marketing uh, is also overseeing our door knocking uh, campaign as well with the team. Awesome. So that's uh, in, in a nutshell what David's doing. Um, and so again, like if this stuff overwhelms you, this is the stuff you need to be doing uh, in order to grow um, your business. So, you know, part-time, half-time, um, find someone who's really passionate about the marketing and have them, um, you know, sit in that seat uh, and really drive the bus on that. And, you know, all these, these roles I'm, I'm talking through, like my people do a really good job taking ownership of that role, right? Katrina takes full ownership of uh, the office. David takes full ownership of marketing because you've got these different divisions in your business and you don't want to have this hub and spoke model where you've got like helpers on your team, but they still like report to you for absolutely everything. Um, I feel like I do a pretty good job giving our team a good long runway and I don't micromanage. And so we still 
measure and make changes when needed, but I'm not in their business, you know, every single day checking in on every little thing. Um, you know, at least I don't think I am. So, um, so that's kind of what you want to do. You want to find specialists in your business that you can put in and build a role with them inside the business where like they're really happy and also they're driving results for the company. Um, I always try to think like win-win in everything in life because it's just so important. You want to have business in equilibrium. Um, you don't want to have people overpaid, underpaid. You want them paid very well, very happy. That's how you build a great company. All right, last not least, um, this is uh, operations manager, operations manager, just one. Oh. Operations manager. Uh, this is my right-hand man, Steve here, right? So you guys have heard me talk about Steve and he's in my post here. Uh, he's a, he's full-time and, and then some um, 40 hours a week, quite honestly, this could spike up to 50 hours a week when we're in season. When I say in season, those of you with Christmas light businesses or peak season for uh, washing like we are um, kind of coming through now, um, that's what I mean with peak season. And so um, Steve's on salary with the company. Um, so he's just getting paid uh, steady monthly because um, there's, there's so many things to do, right? You have some days go really smooth, great, easier day. Other days, really long, he's getting home late. So um, Steve's really paid in the company for his ability uh, to, to problem solve and also to lead, right? He's the guy that has um, the, the all the technicians are reporting to him as, as the coach. And this is kind of a key, key thing in your mindset here. Uh, you know, Katrina's really like the um, front person for clients. And um, Steve's really like the front person for uh, the employees, right? For the technicians. Um, when you think about scaling a home service business, right? And you're probably in this role right now in your business, if you're watching this, it's like the operations is like the moving parts, right? You go get all these clients and you wanna make sure that you're gonna have, um, you know, a, a really good crew to do their job. And you can appreciate as trucks move around town and things happen, and the problems, the issues, um, the questions to answer, they need to go somewhere. And so I honestly believe like one of the best things you can do um, as you scale your business is you create somebody for um, the clients to report to, which is your office manager. Usually they're, they're dealing with the, the customer, but then you also want to have the person that the customer will deal with when there maybe is an issue. And also who is facilitating the crews there to make sure that the client's happy. And that's ultimately the operations manager uh, responsibility. So like really key KPIs here to measure is like uh, how happy are our clients, right? What's our callback rate? What we talked about, um, what's our charge rate as well? Another thing, right? Uh, how much do you produce for how many hours did you do, right? If you do $10,000 produced uh, per week, and that takes, you know, technicians, maybe you spent, um, I don't know, let's say you spent uh, 150 hours in the field. And let's just do the math here is 10,000 on 150 is a $67 an hour charge rate. Um, not a great charge rate on my example. You think you should be definitely targeting higher than that, depending where you are and what services you're doing. Obviously, some services will be more profitable than others. Um, you know, if you're listening to this, you've got like an interior maid cleaning business, maybe 
um, 67 is probably going to maybe even be a little bit high, um, kind of depending on the business model that uh, you're running. I know definitely in soft washing, that would be low, um, at least as far as uh, our business is concerned. So, you know, really making sure um, the operations run well, run smoothly, right? Like efficiency uh, is, a, is a big thing to measure here. Um, you know, we want to have the office routing the trucks well, but we want to have our crews uh, working well and safely on site. Um, there's a huge component here of culture, right? Hosting weekly team meetings, uh, team meetings, uh, job site visits, right? Checking in, making sure crews are happy. Uh, today's like an exceptionally hot day where we are. So even like so much as like delivering cold drinks, um, building morale on site, ensuring, you know, marketing activities are carried out. Um, ensuring like our job site checklist is followed, right? We have a 10 step process, 10 step process on every job uh, that the crew needs to follow from the time they park the truck and get there to the time they leave with the truck and exit the property. Uh, we wanna be dialed in on every single step um, along the way. So, you know, a lot falls into to Steve's umbrella here uh, and Steve's, you know, directly uh, communicating uh, with office, right? If we need to uh, move a job, job takes longer, um, you know, that, that type of stuff. He's in communication uh, with the office on the regular, uh, definitely daily, I would say. Um, and then another thing would be your operations manager is going to be uh, filling in uh, field uh, when needed, right? You could have a sick call from a technician or time off or a you know job on a timeline, whatever the case may be. Um, we try watch that with Steve, but there is times when needed. Um, he does need to jump in. For example, last week, um, he was in the field for a few days, um, which, which um, you know, calls for times in the business. And that's the beautiful thing. When you grow your business with a management team, um, there's times people can bump and slide. And like, that's the, the beautiful part of the team. I said on the, on the post here, right? If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And for me with my company, like I want to go, I want to go far, right? I want to be here for the long term, want to build something solid and sustainable. Um, if I wanted to just go fast, right, I would just book myself up and book myself out 12 weeks and charge high rates and do, you know, 150 jobs a year and, you know, be off for whatever, two months a year. Um, but that's not what I want. I wanted to build a real team. I wanted to build an asset. I want to build a company that can run without my constant involvement. I want to coach. I want to lead. Uh, I want to build culture. And I really love hiring like great people. And so that was just the path that I chose to walk on. So there's no right or way path or saying, oh, the biggest business is the best business because it's definitely not. Um, like when you have employees, um, you're going to have uh, like people issues, right? Uh, people have um, people have crazy lives outside of work, myself included, right? Things happen. There's sickness, there's family, there's stress. There's like, there's things that just come up. So if you think, you know, we can just program our people and everything's all great. Like you're being a little bit naive, I think to yourself. Um, so there's definitely going to be, um, you know, people issues that come up. I think you have to be adaptable, uh, as an employer. I think you need to be uh, patient with people as well. Um, you know, you've heard the adage like, oh, um, hire slow, fire fast. It's like, yeah, I get you should fire fast, but I also think in home services, uh, in any industry, it's hard to get great people. 
you want to work with your people and not, you know, make quick judgments. And I think for me, I'm probably even overly patient a little bit, to be honest with um, keeping people on my team, but I would rather have that than make like quick knee jerk reactions and have this like turnover model inside my business. So um, I think patience is like really key and underrated, to be honest, in home services. I think we all want to get to, you know, 50 or 80 or hundred grand a month in 90 days. And if I don't hit that, I'm not happy. Um, I think you can definitely do a lot in 90 days and build a bedrock for a company, but it's going to take some time to get those key people on your team and really start to grow this thing uh, out. Um, and so I think that's that's a huge thing um, to mention there. But the, the plus side of having a team, right, you buy back your time. Um, you have scale now, right? You can you can do more. I think you can stay in your zone of genius. Like, don't think for one second, all these things are my zone of genius. Like they're not, I'm a bit more of a generalist. Like I could jump in the office for a day and not drown. I don't think, um, Katrina, my office manager may maybe not agree. Um, maybe I think I'm better than I am, but I think I could get in and probably handle my own ish. Um, one other thing for marketing too, just caught my, uh, my brain here is going a million miles an hour email campaigns. Okay. Hugely important don't don't miss doing those uh as well so david's gonna handle those but you know i could jump in and go get an email campaign going on mailchimp i could handle that it wouldn't be as good as the one david got or fit the theme but i could go kind of figure it out um i could jump into operations i'm i'm okay at it not great i've done it but again you want to find people that are like better like honestly i think this is the the plan like you find people almost as good of you as you and then they'll pass you in three months six months a year and then they'll start lapping you right where it's like you don't even want to get into uh your place there so for me like i know what my zone of genius is and i also know my people here what their zone of genius is and we don't want to be like crisscrossing that um too much so you'll buy back your time you'll keep yourself in your in your zone of genius i think really you'll achieve more um, to be honest, when you have a team uh, and achieve more being like a win-win, right? I think it's a pretty cool feeling to provide great jobs for people uh, and be like the best employer you can be. And also at the same time, the win for me is having the company um, grow, right? The company scale, reach more people, have more happy clients, create impact. My business has a charitable give back component as well, which I'm very passionate about. So we're able to achieve all those things um, together. So like, I really believe that, you know, there, there's this, uh, oh, there's this kind of like cheesy acronym, right? Team, oh, team, um, together, everyone achieves more. Like it's a little bit woo woo and pie in the sky, but I do honestly believe that. Like, I do believe if the team members were not on my team, I think like I think they're in the best place they can be for their career because uh, we give them, like I said, they get they can be in their zone of genius and we can collaborate this thing all together. And so we're not like a massive business by any means. Right. Don't think that for one second. Um, like I do believe companies like under 10 million bucks, they're really messy. You have people wearing multiple hats. Uh, and, you know, even though people are in their roles here. Um, there is still like kind of some messy gray areas that as you scale, you need to get buttoned up. But I think for now, it's definitely the better model than just being an owner operator on the truck. You can start to grow and have a team uh, as really like a backstop. 
um, and a team that can really grow beyond just uh, yourself, the owner. But it does all come down to like your mindset. Um, and I do believe like every business is personally hit up, it a, going to hit a bottleneck just based on one thing. And that's like your mindset. That's the psychology uh, of the owner, psychology of the owner, because you may have watched through this 20 minute, whatever it's been uh, workflow. You may be like, man, that sounds so stressful. I don't want that. And there may be some of you watching that being like, man, that's unbelievable. I want to do that. Like, can't wait to go get started. You got to ask yourself, like, what keeps you up at night, right? Are you up with stress of like, man, this freaks me out having a team? Are you up with like adrenaline and excitement? Like, I can't wait to go get that ad up for that office admin or go hire this operations manager or, you know, put in the second office admin or CSR into my company uh, or hire this person with marketing, right? And so you just want to be thinking through these things as you scale your company um, because there is no run one exact right path that it needs to be, right? Um, and this, I'm just sharing like literally this is what I've done and what I'm doing and what is working for me. Um, and just try to give you as much uh, detail as possible um, behind the scenes of my business at Revive Services. So I really hope that um, this helps you. Uh, I hope that it brings a little bit of clarity. I knew when I was growing my business, you're like trying to find stuff on Facebook and YouTube and you're just like, ah, this person like kind of says what I want to, what I need, but doesn't really get into details. And it's all just like super general. Oh, get jobs, get people, scale your business. Like I wanted to kind of do a little bit more of a deep dive um, video based here in, um, inside this training and also carry it onto the podcast. So again, if you're listening on the podcast, watch the video because we did kind of a nice workflow on Google Drive. Um, I hope this was helpful, guys. Please give me some feedback. Feel free to email me, um, feedback, Dave at homeservicebusinesscoach.com. If you're like, this was awesome, do more of this. If you're like, that was crap, don't want to see it, uh, let me know uh, either way. And those of you keeners who listened, who watched to the end of this, um, if you do want to learn more, um, my coaching program, as you know, I talk about it. Uh, we've got a couple different programs now. One is tiered out more for the beginner uh, who wants to get, you know, the tools, the resources to grow their business, all the things I've touched on here, but obviously much deeper. And then we've now created a new program as well called my Millionaire Mastermind Program, where you actually work one-to-one -one with me uh, to scale your company up to the team like I talked about um, and that's a 12 month commitment where you work with me uh, directly. So kind of both options available, depending on what you're really looking for, for your business. So be happy to share more. The best way to learn more, I uh, kind of read it our website. Actually, if you jump on homeservicebusinesscoach.com, you can check out the new website. Um, we kind of explain both our foundations program and the millionaire mastermind. Um, you can check out and uh, see which one's going to be best for you. So thank you so much for watching. Uh, I wish you well as you scale your business in this next season. Uh, and please reach out with any questions at all. Always happy uh, to lend a helping hand as you keep scaling up. So take care and we'll be chatting very soon. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.